What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels or hopefully the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. I kicked off the show here today with the song Angel by the band Angel from the album Angel. Yes. Okay. So I think you have a good idea of what we're doing here on the show today. I've been trying to do this theme for years now. Every time the light bulb went off to do it in the past, I just didn't have the songs all together. And then the last few times, maybe a couple of countdowns or certain shows got in the way that we do, you know, on the regular here. But now I'm finally going to commit to this one, the self-titled episode. Yes. Every song you're going to hear on the show today is completely self-titled. Band, song, album. All parallel lines. So yes, you heard Angel there. Their debut album from 1975. Thought that'd be a good kickoff track right there. A little instrumental track. That's a cool track. It actually reminds me a lot of what Goblin was doing at the same time there. If you don't know Goblin, go look them up. I just picked up one of their compilations here on Record Store Day. Maybe I'll do a Record Store Day episode for this year if enough of you actually want to hear one. Send a comment along saying you want to hear it and I'll take care of it. 
All right, let's get back into the music right here. You know what we're doing. Let's just go for it. And by the way, feel free to play along here if you can think of one that I missed, and I'm sure I did. Uh, send them along. If I can get enough for Volume 2, if I can compile enough of them, then I will do that. That would be nice. I'm actually very curious to see if there's more out there to fill a show, because there's not too many of them. And if there's an earlier one than this, let me know. But the earliest example I could find was back in the mid-50s by one of the fathers of what we have come to know as rock and roll, the late, great, iconic Bo Diddley. Yes, name, song, and album. One of the most ripped-off songs of all time. Here's the man right here showing us how it was done. This is Bo Diddley. Don't let it fight, baby, diamond ring. If that diamond ring don't shine, he gonna take it to a private eye. The song that got him immediately banned for life for playing the Ed Sullivan Show. Yes, long before The Doors did, Bo Diddley was scheduled to go on Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan's people wanted him to play a cover of 16 Tons, I believe. And Bo Diddley opted to go with his theme song instead. Ballsy. I love it. That's a punk rock move right there. And no, there's not enough uh, Ed Sullivan Rebellion moments for a whole episode. I wish there was. But yes, that was Bo Diddley by Bo Diddley from Bo Diddley. 
Okay, next song here. I think most people out there, once you heard that I was doing this theme, this is one of those songs that immediately came to mind. And speaking of forbidden music, it's one of those songs that uses the devil's triad, the thing you're not supposed to use in music, or you'll be damned for life, or locked in a dungeon somewhere like Franz Liszt was back in the day, the world's first shock rocker. But yeah, of course, we're going to play Black Sabbath. And, you know, I guess I'm going to go with this one right here. Let's make some use out of some physical product. (laughs) And like I like to do on the show here with something that's a little obvious, let's do a different version of it. So I'm going to do like one of the original takes from the sessions. So a few years ago, they put out the special editions of these Black Sabbath albums. And, you know, as these CD releases go, they're for the completists. They're for the hardcore fans. It was nice to have a bonus disc of this cool material, and honestly, that's the only reason to get it. The actual remastered audio of the original albums on the CD pressings, not nearly as good as the black box remasters that came out like in the early 2000s. Those are the ones to get. So honestly, I would say if you already have those, then you want to go download the you know extra material. Like I said, you have to be a completist and a hardcore fan, but it's really neat in that sense. I know a few years ago I played the special edition version of Planet Caravan on the show. And it's really neat because you actually kind of get to understand the lyrics and everything and not through that little effects filter. But this one doesn't deviate too far off of the original, so I figured it makes sense to play it on here. It gives me an excuse to play it and justify my purchase here. So yes, here's a different take of the original theme song that maybe you haven't heard a billion times. And much like the Angel song that kicked off the show here today, this is definitely their theme song. So check this one out. Here's an alternate take of, of course, Black Sabbath. Enjoy. Bye. 
they kind of leave you hanging right there. I want that last little bit that I'm so used to. I mean, I have that memorized. Could do it in my sleep. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. That was, you know, you heard some different lyrics in there. You know, that that's pretty Ozzy, actually. <laughs> like, you know, him and Gene Simmons, a little bit of deviation on there from the lyrics more often than not. But hey, we love them. And yeah, I, I call that the Blind Melon Mix. No rain. No rain. But yes, of course, that was Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath from Black Sabbath. Officially, the original version, you could say that that version in particular that you heard a little bit of a cheat but it's from the special edition version of the two-disc Black Sabbath reissue from a few years ago. And just to clarify why I didn't like the original album mastering on this version, just to be a little extra geeky about it, they're pretty quiet. The ones uh, from the black box have the perfect mastering where it's louder, but, you know, it's not annoyingly louder. It's just those mixes are perfect, and the other ones, they're pretty quiet. If you A-B them... They're very different. So, yeah, once again, the supplemental material is the stuff worth getting off of these deluxes and not much else. All right, this is another obvious one. And, you know, it is summertime, so this song definitely harkens to a baby boomer summertime pool party. So get out your beer koozies. Hopefully they got like a Cobras and Fire logo on it or something like that. And get out the beach water volleyball net. I know that's a must for this one right here. And do not adjust your speakers. This is not your local classic rock station. But we are going to do it because, I mean, come on. This is the theme. So bear with me here. And it's fun. And let's not try to think about a really bad cover version of this from a few years ago. So let's completely just erase that from your head and revel in the original greatness that is Bad Company. Six guns out is our 
That was Bad Company from Bad Company from the album Bad Company. That's how you remaster an old song right there, by the way. That's from the Rhino original Bad Company anthology, that particular audio. And yeah, good stuff. I, honestly, I'm not the biggest Bad Company fan, so I'm going to have to put him in the I'm a best of fan category. Nothing against them. I just, this is all I have time for as far as they're concerned. But yes, that original Bad Company anthology that Rhino did back in like 98, 99, something like that. That thing is really, really great. Still sounds great. So go get that if you have nothing by them. I suppose for the cool factor, you can get the original self-titled album right there on vinyl with that cool logo. Uh, but yeah, let's stick with the early 70s right here. And uh, a band I've been listening to a lot lately. I just think they're one of the best American bands of all time. And I've been on that kick of, man, this band really should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know I say that quite a bit on this show. But this band is tragically missing from that list for sure. And I don't understand why they're not on there. Because they definitely check off all the boxes to be Hall of Fame worthy. I guess the only box they don't check off is, uh, you know, being friends with those kind of East Coast snobs. But anyway... Let's get into it here. From, of course, their self-titled album, this is Cool and the Gang.
Much Like Angel kicking off the show today. Another instrumental for this band's theme song, the first song on their first album. And definitely fitting, this album came out back in January of 1970, kicking off the 70s in proper fashion right there. That was Cool and the Gang from the album Cool and the Gang. Okay, okay, all right. I've done the joke enough today. You know, I got to say once again, big Cool and the Gang fan. There is easily 15 years of greatness of just this amazing catalog to dive into. I definitely defend their stuff from their first album all the way to 1985. Let's just say, you know, misled and emergency. I love that stuff. So go check all of that out. It's, it's a great rabbit hole to go down. Get into some cool in the gang. All right. This next song right here had an interesting journey, as in this is not the original appearance of this song on an album. But it's not so much a cover version, it's just uh, re-performed, I guess, if you will, in a sense, if that's even a word. So, back when the late, great Lemmy was in Hawkwind, he wrote a song and they performed and recorded a song called Motorhead. And, you know, soon after that, Lemmy found himself on the outs with Hawkwind. He went and it's like, I'm going to go start my own band. They're going to be the loudest, most obnoxious, aggressive band ever. I mean, that had to have been the idea because that's what we got out of it. And so it's only fitting that he took that energy from that song to kind of maybe even give a little F you to those guys. I don't know. I don't know if there was like massive bad blood, but I do know that this was included on the first album by said band. Yes, this is Motorhead by Motorhead from the album Motorhead. So you got to turn it up. Here you go.
All right. And also, let me clarify here, the inclusion of that song does make sense, and it works for this particular theme. Now, I realize that I do have some international listeners. I love my international listeners. You are all friends of mine. Over here in America, we got the first Motorhead album uh, released out here under the name Motorhead. So it does count in my opinion. So it's just gonna we're just going to have to go with it. <laughs> So yes, that was Motorhead off of all the other things there. And I say it counts, because also it's Motorhead. So in principle, it's got to count. So yeah, I think over there it's Born to Lose. But over here, it's just Motorhead. So there you go. Uh, Here's another one I'm sure most people thought of it, but we're going to do it for sure. I actually got to see the original singer, the, the guy that sings on this track. I got to see him do this one live. And I think he actually said he's sick of playing it at this point. But I'm glad he did, because I could say that I saw him do it. All that being said, this song right here checks off all the boxes to be on this particular show for this theme. I was talking about how 1970 was kicked off properly with Cool and the Gang right here. Back in 1980, it was properly kicked off with this band right here. Of course, here you go, Up the Irons, it's Iron Maiden.
Fight the Great Iron Maiden right there with the song Iron Maiden, their theme song from their self-titled album. And, you know, I was joking about this song earlier. I, I don't know if any of you out there are big fans of Iron Maiden, but back in the 2000s, they put out this crazy box set called Ed's Archive. And it was like the complete BBC sessions, some live albums, all the B-sides. Great packaging, by the way. One of the best box set packagings I've ever seen in my life. But I remember buying that first day, listened to it like top to bottom when I was working at the CD store. And I remember walking away from that going, man, I never want to hear that song Iron Maiden ever again. I think it appears on the album like 12 times, uh, minimum. <laughs> so especially during the BBC sessions, they always closed with it or something like that. But yeah, it's ridiculous. But it's still a fun song, you know, not, not their best song lyrically by far, but still fun. You know, why not? We're going to stick with the metal right here with this band that put out their debut album in one of the great years of all time for music, 1984. And they're also from one of my favorite cities in the entire world, San Francisco, California. At least they are San Francisco natives. They wound up moving to Washington when they were just making their name, which is an interesting move, by the way, uh, before the Seattle scene exploded and their metal. So it's like, huh, that's an interesting move. But anyway, that all being said, they had some decent success. Metal Church. And yes, they have their own self-titled song here from their self-titled album. So here you go. Let's keep the metal going. This is Metal Church. Enjoy.
Metal Church by Metal Church from the album Metal Church from 1984. Hope you enjoyed that. Almost like a half instrumental. We did a couple of instrumentals already on the show, but that was fun. I enjoyed that. And I don't have a lot of information on this next song. This song has kind of never left my brain. It, I, I Initially, I'm like, this song is so stupid, but it might actually be brilliant because, once again, it hasn't left my head in over 35 years. So from the year right after that Metal Church song, in 1985, this band comes out. They made one dent here in America, and I believe pretty much over there in their native land as well. I think they may have had a couple of more chart hits in the UK, but they are strictly a one-hit wonder here in the United States. And yeah, I don't do transitional material very well, so here you go. This is Living in a Box. gonna say what that was but you know what that was you heard him say it like 35 times in 30 seconds <laughs> yeah there you go living in a box 
from 1985. I was trying to find, you know, some fun facts about them. They don't have much of a bio on Wikipedia, but I, I did the thing that I should never do, which is go to YouTube, look up this video and look at the comments. Now, normally everything that's wrong with this world is in the comments of YouTube, but I got to say the top comments that I saw in there were all really cool, actually. And I learned something according to somebody that posted on there. And this is from them. I don't have any articles to back this up. But they said that Frank Zappa thought this song was brilliant too. So there you go. My brain did not lie to me. As a Zappa guy, knowing that Zappa was like, this is absurd and it's brilliant, you know, that, that justifies me playing it on this show. I was going to play it anyway, but that makes me happy. Apparently it actually is really about homelessness. So that has to be the most upbeat song ever about homelessness. It's a billion times better than Breadline by Megadeth. Fight me on that. You won't fight me. You know it to be true. I know this much is true. And yeah, I this is another term, much like yacht rock and hair metal, this is a term that has been used a lot lately by journalists and musicologists. They call that style now sophistopop, by the way. It's British-based pop music that's synthy and sophisticated. It's called sophistopop. I did find out that one of the guys in the band wrote songs for Lisa Stansfield later, so that makes all the sense in the world. Let's move on to the last song here, sticking with the Brits, albeit way more iconic, in the form of a band that was put together as a way to get this particular artist back on the ball. Talking about David Bowie in the late 80s, the story goes that Reeves Gabriels was backstage at David's Glass Spider tour, which is the tour he did for Never Let Me Down, which is one of my least favorite, if not my least favorite, Bowie albums of all time. And Reeves, who'd been a lifelong friend of David's, and he's one of those guys that could speak frankly with him, he's like, David, what are you doing? This is not what you're supposed to be doing. And he's David had no defense, so he's like, let's just get back together and do what we used to do. And they started basically a rock band called Tim Machine, and I definitely credit this band with getting David back to doing better material. And I'm sure he would too. So yeah, this album came out, I think it was either 89 or 90. I'm not sure, but I actually like the Tim Machine album. I think it's really cool. And, you know, I liked seeing him out there. Like, you know, it was kind of one of those things where David was pretending to not be David Bowie at the time. Even though he wasn't like using a fake name like Ziggy Stardust or anything he would do the press for this band and the focus would be on the band and not to ask David solo, David Bowie questions. So I, I dig the idea of it, but it's impossible to not be like, you're David Bowie. <laughs> so what could he have expected? But I like the idea that he tried to make a band work, at least for a while. They put out two records and a live album. Maybe there should be some sort of cool repertory, like little mini box about the Tim Machine career. Cause I think that material's slightly underrated and underappreciated. And like I said, it served a greater purpose than how it was initially received. But so here you go. We're going to close off the show with David Bowie and the band Tim Machine. Uh, I think this is a cool song. So enjoy. Check it out. Tim 
Ten Machine from the album and song of the same name. Yes. I think I figured out what the name of this episode is going to be. It's going to be eponymously self-titled. <laughs> okay. Makes me laugh. Anyway, and it's ridiculous to pronounce. So that's another reason why my show is not popular. But there you have it. This was my show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you can hear my voice, you're a friend of mine. So thank you so much for taking the time to tune into the show today. It is now time for The Plugs, featuring my better half, Nola, followed by the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, our new kittens, Ruby and Ripley, get a treat. We're on Twitter at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have Rock Strikes 10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is C njradio.com You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. Talking Rock with Joey and the great Mark Streakle of Talking Metal, and the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRusa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRusa 
and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.